Hey guys, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez, and we are continuing season two, talking about faith in you. Today we're talking about do you really want it? Do you really want it? As we are discussing faith in ourselves and growing in that faith, our desires play a big role in revealing what we truly, truly want and truly desire. A lot of times we can think we have faith in reality, it's just a fantasy. And the big difference between faith and fantasy is that fantasy is just loving the idea of something, but faith takes action. Faith moves on it. So when you really, how you can differentiate if you're living in faith or fantasy is, are you taking action on it? Because if you really believe in something, then you will step out in faith and and take action and do something toward it. But if you don't, then we just are living in this fantasy of, you know, a lot of people, sometimes they love the idea of doing something more than they love actually doing it. So we want to make sure that we don't fall into that category where, you know, a lot of times people will, will convince themselves that, you know, well, I could do it if I, if I really wanted to, you know, if I had the opportunity. But when it comes down to it, there's always an excuse to why it doesn't get done. Just thinking of that alone reminded me of this story in the Bible where Jesus was walking to the pool of Bethesda. Now, if you don't know about this pool, there's a pool that the Bible talks about where an angel would come down sporadically and stir the waters. And whenever the waters in this pool were stirred, whoever jumped into the pool first would be healed. So this pool naturally had lots of uh, sick ill, uh, lame, blind people that really needed healing would just gather around this pool and wait for it to be stirred. And it it reminded me because we're going to see this man that Jesus goes to has an excuse to why he can't get his good life. Okay, so here we go. Jesus was walking by this pool and he goes specifically to a man who had been there for 38 years. Yes, I didn't say months. I didn't say weeks. 38 years, this guy has been waiting by this pool, trying to get his miracle, and Jesus literally walks up to this man and says, do you want to get well? I mean, think about it. I mean, if I was Jesus, I feel the same way. Like, man, you've been here 38 years. It's like, if you really wanted to get well, don't you think you would have got there yet? Don't you think you would have been been able to get to that pool so you can get your breakthrough, get your your freedom? Um, The man replies to Jesus. He goes, I do. He goes, but I have no one to help me lift me up and take me there. And every time I try to get there, someone always beats me to it. So at first, when I read this story, I was like, man, Jesus, I get I get what you're feeling. Jesus, probably a little frustration. Like, do you even really want it? But as, as I began to look at this story a little more, I actually saw a different side of it where I don't really think Jesus was going to him out of frustration. I think out of recognition. And what I mean is you got to understand this pool is surrounded by so many sick, hurting, and disabled people. And Jesus walks up to one man, one man heals him and then slips away into the crowd. Okay, so the Bible says when this guy got healed, they asked him, who healed you? And he goes, where did he go? He's gone. Now, let me remind you, there's tons of people surrounding this pool, tons of people surrounding the pool. And Jesus only healed one person and slipped away into the crowd where no one could find him. So 
the interesting thing about that that particular story is it shows me that Jesus wasn't really asking him, do you really want it? Like, like why haven't you done anything? But more, I believe Jesus was asking him, do you want this again? You see, because the Bible says that Jesus knew that this man had been there a very long time. Jesus knew this man had been waiting for 38 years years. And I think it's beautiful and encouraging, guys, that even though this man was waiting so long, Jesus specifically went to him. Jesus specifically went to the one who was waiting so long, he probably thought it would never happen, right? He probably thought it would never happen. And I hope this encourages you If you have been waiting on God for a miracle, if you have been waiting for things to shift in your life, for things to change in your life, if you have been waiting, if you feel like this man who's been waiting a long time, I want you to know that God sees you, God knows you, and you're the one that God's going to walk to. Jesus walked, he basically ignored all the other people that were around and went to this one man who I, I believe that Jesus felt he was on his maybe last straw. He's a man that's been 38 years. I think it's so beautiful how Jesus went to the one that was waiting so long. He probably thought it would never happen. I love that about Jesus. He has a knack to go after the one who thinks it's over. So if that's you listening to this podcast, if you feel like you've been waiting so long, maybe overlooked, maybe bypassed, maybe feel like, is it ever really going to happen? I'm here to encourage you that yes, it can happen. And not only yes, can it happen, but I'm here to encourage you that Jesus walked to this man specifically. And what did he say? He walks up to the man. He doesn't condemn the man. He doesn't say, come on, man, really 38 years. You could have gotten the pool by now. Rather, he asks him, do you want to get well? Mind you, this man had no idea who Jesus was. This man's just laying by the pool 38 years like he's been doing for all this time. And this man walks up to him who happens to be Jesus. And he says, do you want to get well? Why that question? And I'm asking you, do you really want God to use you? Do you really want your breakthrough? Do you really want to go to the next level? This question is so vital, so important. And why? Because what Jesus was really saying, do you want to get well? He wasn't saying like, come on, man. What he was saying is tell me that you still want it after 38 years of no. Tell me you still want it after 38 years of being overlooked. Tell me you still want it after 38 years of not getting what you've been waiting for. Do you still want it? Why is that important? Because Jesus had to hear from him. He had to know, do you want it? Because what does that reveal? It it means that this man still has an ounce of hope that he knows it's still possible. You see, when Jesus asked him, do you still want it? Do you really want this? He's saying, reveal to me what's in your heart. Show me that there's still hope in there. Show me you haven't given up completely. Show me you still believe it's possible. And when I ask you, do you really want it? 
It's a very important question because if you say yes, it means you still believe despite of all you went through, despite of all the trouble, despite all the hardships, you still believe it's possible. You still believe God can come through for you. That is so, so important because it shows that there's hope inside of you that's still alive, hope inside of you that's still there. Let me tell you something. The devil is working overtime to keep you from hope. That's why he makes sure instead of you seeing the promise, he wants you to see things not working out. He wants you to stare at the bad situations. He wants you to stare at the circumstances that tell you it can't happen. Why? So you will lose hope. So when Jesus asks you, do you still believe I can do this? You'll say, no, it's over. I'm moving on with my life. It's okay. I gave up on that. Hope is dangerous. Do you know why hope is dangerous? Because hope gives birth to faith and faith moves mountains. Let me tell you, hope gives birth to faith and faith moves mountains. So it's important to keep our hope alive. And I'm encouraging you with this because this is so important because just like this man who might have thought it's over, he said, yes, I still believe it's this and this and that. And God ended up healing this man And he received his miracle after all this time. And I believe no matter how long you've been waiting, if you can still believe, if you still have that hope, despite how things look, if you can believe that God can still move in your life, you will see your miracle. Why? Because it's all about faith, my friends. It is all about faith. The Bible says you have not because you ask not, right? You have not because you ask not. But I tell you this, you ask not because you believe not. What does that mean? Knock and the door will be open, right? You have not because you ask not means you're not asking God for these things. You're not expecting these things in your life. But do you know why people stop asking God for these things? Do you know why people stop asking? It's because they stop believing it's possible. Because they let the circumstances get so, get them so down where they get so discouraged by what they see that they don't even bother asking God for these great things in their life anymore. So if what you ask for, you get, the devil will understand. So he'll stop you from asking by getting you to believe there's no hope left. It's too late. I ask you this same question. Do you believe God can do these miracles in your life? If you do, I want you to get your ask back, okay? Get your ask back. In other words, start asking again because if you are not asking God for these things, it means you don't believe they're possible. I mean, really possible. I mean, you're not really believing that it can actually happen because if you believe, you will ask, you will pray. It will change your prayer life. It will change what you're asking God for. You know, We all love that verse that says, all things are possible to him who believes. Well, do you know why all things are possible to him who believes? All things are possible to him who believes because him who believes, that's the dude that acts. That's the guy that does something. You see, when you believe, you will ask God. When you believe, you will ask friends. When you believe, you will start uh, um, brainstorming with people. When you really believe something's going to happen in your life, you'll start doing something to make it happen, whether it's asking, getting advice, researching, stepping out in faith, all these things happen to him who believes. So man, I am encouraging you today. You know, there's this popular worship song right now that says, I am who I say I am. I am who you say I am. Well, if you really believe that you are who God says you are, then act like it. 
Live like it. Make stuff happen because of who you are. Man, it takes courage to believe. It takes real courage to believe. I want to ask you the question that Jesus asked the man at the pool of Bethesda. Do you want to get well? Do you want your breakthrough? Do you want it? You see, you should be able to answer that question without doing it verbally. Your life should answer that question by how you're living, what you're doing, how you're planning, how you're preparing, how you are praying. How are you asking God? Let me tell you, I'm not sure where you're at in that spectrum. I'm not sure if you're at this level where you're believing and 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 expecting or if you're your hope is diminished, but there's a little bit left there, then you need to start asking God to do these things in your life because it shows that you believe it. And I know if you do that, you will get your breakthrough. You will experience the next level in your life. Faith in you is dependent on if you believe God can still do this. Yes, he can, my friends. So listen, I hope this encouraged you to keep your hope up. Don't let the circumstances get you down. Don't let what you see discourage you because God has a great plan in your life, but he needs to know, do you still believe? And if you do still believe, you better start asking. You better start doing something with that. Let it come out in your prayers and in your lifestyle, and we will see miracles happen. So, man, make sure you keep in touch. Make sure you uh, DM us on Instagram. You can email us at yourgoodlifenow at yahoo.com. Let us know what God is doing in your life. Even if you got prayer requests, I'd love to pray for you, minister to you, encourage you in that sense. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, spending time with us. I hope you got your hope up. I hope you're looking beyond the circumstances and realizing your miracle is in motion and it's heading your way. So God bless you guys and cheers to your good life.